And welcome once again to Review That Review. We are the podcast that is dedicated to reviewing reviews. (laughs) That is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. And when we come together, we are the Review Queens. But first, Chelsea Bobelsi, Banana Fana, Fofelsi, Me, My, Momelsi, would you like to? Lodge a complaint. Yes, I would. I thought maybe. I just thought of when you were singing that, which sort of goes <laughs> with my complaint. Like, do you know that that little thing we used to do in elementary school? Like, there's someone on the telephone. If it isn't Chelsea, I'm not home. Hey, Chelsea. Someone's calling my name. Hey, Chelsea. I think I hear it again. You're wanted on the telephone. If it isn't Trey, I'm not home. Hey, Trey. I've never heard the song. You never heard that? Did we do this before? Have we talked about this? I don't think so, Trey. I don't think I know the song. Okay, it's fine. Well, if whoever's calling me on the phone isn't named Chelsea, I'm not (laughs) home, okay? I'm not home, okay? Okay. So my complaint today, tale as old as modern time, I'll say, Mm -hmm. it's just like in general, you guys, how addictive the phones are and how much more addictive Mm. they are seem to be getting by the hour i lose so much time in these things like i'll know that i don't have time and i'll go on my phone and i'll just end up on an instagram story binge i like i don't know what's happening i feel like i'm no longer in control all i know is that i know that it's a problem because i feel so sucked in when it's happening Mm -hmm. and then i feel immediate relief when I finally find the will to turn it off. Like when I'm out of the binge, I'm like, oh my God, thank God I got out of there. You know, like why, why is this happening? And I notice it with my niece and nephews too, because we recently took them off of the iPads entirely during the week. And they're just such happier, like better kids without them. And I feel like they even know that it's bad. So What's happening? What is the evil mind manipulation that's happening behind our cell phones that make them so addictive? I mean, if we want to put on, as Joe Canozin calls it, our tinfoil hats, I definitely feel like if the government was ever trying to mind control us, it was when they created smartphones. Because we really like become numb to the phones. I mean, we just... Wait, can we take the opportunity to look at our screen time? Oh my God, I'm scared. I want to know. I... So do you know how... To, so you go to settings, everyone listening, if you have an iPhone, go to settings, and then the second little block of options, the very last one is screen time. Oh, and make sure you scroll down to refresh because mine just jumped up. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Why? I'm like, is it going to be really bad? Okay, so my daily average yeah. screen time is four hours and 57 minutes. Yeah, but there's 24 hours in a day. That's a lot, though. Four hours? Like, I could have written a novel by now. 
How does it say if you're up or down from last week? Oh, it actually says I'm down. I'm down. Maybe because I thought about this complaint. So I've been trying. I'm down 24% from last week. What about you? What's yours? My daily average is three hours and seven minutes, but it says I'm down 41% from last week. Wow. Okay. So wait. So see, do the see all app. See all app and website activity. So, okay. So Instagram, which I know that like I'm the most is the like sucks me in the most. For whatever reason, is two hours and thirty four minutes. I guess this is a week. Let's go to day. My week is one hour and forty minutes, but my day for Instagram actually Instagram comes in second when I look at day. Oh, this is just actually today. Wait, this is crazy. So if I'm looking at just days, it says I'm on Instagram for an hour and twenty four minutes today. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, mine's fifty one minutes. Horrible. And then the second most for me. Is Fiat Electric, which which controls all my lights. Uh, that makes sense, though. But an hour and 13 minutes, I'm just turning lights on and off. Or do you swipe up to close out of your apps? Or Maybe not. It must just be running in the background, right? Well, it's interesting because Instagram for my week is number one. But for my day, it's logic puzzles. I lo- love this like puzzle game. What about YouTube? Where's YouTube for you? I'm not a big YouTube gal, honestly. Oh, I'm YouTube all day long. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not really. Oh, wait, show. No. You know, you can set app limits. I know. But, you know, I also don't want to be limited. Maybe that makes me like a hypocrite. But it's like I both don't want to be limited because I have friends that are on that. And then that's like really annoying because you're just going to override it anyway. It's like the snooze button. Oh, my God. There's a communication limits feature. You can set limits based on contacts. Wow. So you can say, I don't want my brother-in-law contacting me after 6 p.m. <laughs> oh, wait, you can do that? You... That's what it says. That... I'm really interested <laughs> in this. So like, it would just go to like, as if you had your phone off, I guess? That's I mean, like, I have no... Oh, Apple? Anyway. Okay. Well, here we are. Clearly, we have a lot to learn. Guys, explore your phones. See the options. See what works for you, but... Well, isn't it interesting that in your complaint about how addicting the phones are, my response was... <laughs> Let's um, pull out our phones. Yeah. I definitely hear you. I am aware of it as well. I I do feel like we actually, this is like an update, but we did just cancel our cable. Yeah. Did did I talk about this on the podcast? You talked about it. I think that you were going to. But I go to YouTube all day long. Like I am on YouTube. Are you on like the YouTube shorts? Depends. I I just thought about this last night. This distinction is so funny you asked me that. I am obsessed with chiropractic shorts, but I don't want to watch a chiropractic video. I want to watch I, the I shorts. I can understand that because a chiropractic short will get you a little bit of info, but a chiropractic, a although I don't know what it is, but it's like Brad and Brad tell you how to, have we talked about this before? You've talked about the chiropractic brothers. <laughs> yes. They still don't infiltrate me. I don't. I haven't come across oh, them. Oh, interesting. Mine are always like the very attractive metrosexual ones. Okay, that makes sense for your algorithm. But anyway, as bad as our phones are, we're so grateful to podcasts. So keep listening to us on your phone. Yeah, but you know what? I don't even think of podcasts <laughs> as being on my phone because, yeah. like, like if I listen to an audiobook, if I listen to listen to a podcast. My face is not in the screen, guys. It's about the face. Oh, for me. It's not good for us to be in the phone like that. Like a podcast, I actually think is great because it's just like, I'm just listening to this. Right. I have all my faculties, but yeah, no. No, I hear it. I definitely hear that. 
All right. Well, I complained. Well, why don't we jump from this sucking, terrible feeling of addiction (laughs) into a topic about being happy in our present surroundings. Chelsea, do you want to go head to head? Oh, I would love to go head to head with you, Trey. Let's do it. Assess that kvetch. Today's another Versus episode. Which means we are going to cover both a one-star and a five-star review on the same topic. And today's topic, you guys, is an interior designer in New York City called Francis Interiors. For this Versus episode, I have selected the five-star, and Trey has selected the one-star. So to determine who reads first, we got to flip that quarter. And I always think it's your turn, but I actually think it is. Okay. Okay. Let's say it's you. Which one do you want? You want me to guess? Well, I want you to say what you want, and then I'll pick what I want. I think I would pick heads. So I'll pick tails. It's tails. Okay, you win. Today, we are collecting data from both ends of the spectrum of Google reviews for Francis Interiors. At the time of this recording, there are 12 reviews on Google with an average score of 4.7 out of 5. And we did this intentionally, guys, because we often bring in reviews for services and restaurants and products that have tons of reviews. And we're really interested in what is the impact of somebody like Francis Interiors that only has a handful of reviews and maybe has a couple one-star reviews that we're about to find out Mm -hmm. that are really dragging down the average. What does that make you think about the company at large? So keep that in mind as we move forward with Trey's review. According to the About page on Francis Interior's website, long before appearing on HGTV's hit show, Brother vs. Brother, before the Rachel Ray show, before the Nate, holy crap, the Nate Berkus show, and before Francis Interior's, Francis shared his talents as an acclaimed ballet dancer from Athens, Greece, bringing his panache and elegance to the world stages, including... New York City's Great White Way. Wow, I'm suddenly very impressed. With a natural eye for design and by successfully leveraging his background in dance and the arts, Francis Interiors has become one of the leading interior design studios in New York City. We got to get more people writing your reviews, Francis. Right. Fluid aesthetics, creative problem solving, and the added benefit of a contracting team under the same roof help Francis Interiors not only stand out, but elevate the company to must-have status among the elite addresses of Manhattan. A few specialties that are listed are custom millwork, project management, architectural lighting design, custom furniture design and production, custom window treatments and bedding, broker, concierge service for project referrals, project management yes listed twice like that okay so <laughs> with all that background info in mind i'm super curious to jump into this one star review that seems to be an anomaly let's uh let's get into it review that review all righty so i will say up front since i am the one star Yelp has seven reviews. Google has 12. And I'm going to read to you all the singular one-star review Okay. on both of those sites. So, Is it written by the same person? Yeah, same review. Okay. So with 12 reviews, that's 11 five-stars and one one one-star. 
the Google ratio is 4.7 out of 5, which I just which think is Which is pretty crazy that it was a 0.3 ding. I know. For one review. Like that feels like an anomaly. But I will say, super curious to hear this review because it has to be so damning for me personally, if I'm looking at reviews right. for it to impact me. So let's see. So today I'm going to share with you Mary Ellen K's one star Google review for Francis Interiors. So not to be confused with Mary Kay, I guess. Or <laughs> Mary Ellen. Was that the woman's? No, that was Alice. Oh, Sue Allen. Wait, Sue who's Ellen. the woman from Desperate Housewives that dies? Oh, Mary, Mary Alice. Al- Mary Alice. Mary Alice. The voiceover every week. Whatever. Okay. So this was written four years ago at the time of this recording. We recently engaged Francis Interiors for an interior design project for our new home in Manhasset, New York. Francis failed to create a cohesive vision and design, failed to put together color palettes that worked with the existing space, and was not able to source appropriate products and fabrics. His design aesthetic is next to zero. We later found out that he is not a trained professional or expert and has an unsuccessful background in ballet and contracting, but we'll tell you otherwise. To be specific, we engaged Francis for a consulting project where he would create a design slash shopping list and hand it off to us so we could do the shopping ourselves. He initially agreed to this approach, but quickly tried to convince us to expand the scope for a full design project which, not surprisingly, would increase the fees payable to him by 3.5x. In addition, Francis was incredibly impatient and condescending throughout the entire process. He would become visibly annoyed by questions slash suggestions and did not respect our opinions slash interests. He continually pushed his tasteless vision and would constantly tell us to get over our fears and give him control over the project. Francis missed the mark on every level. He is painful to work with and will waste your time and money. Okay. So, my first question is. The shopping list. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is this shopping list something that Francis offers, or is this something that Mary Ellen is asking for? That's the first question. Follow-up question being, just to clarify what they're saying by the shopping list, are they saying, like, I want to redesign my living room, come in, look at it, tell me what you would purchase, you would buy, put it on a list, and then we'll do it all ourselves. Is that what they're saying? That's my assumption of what is occurring, which is that is a service that David and I have purchased before. Oh, interesting. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah, but some designers don't want to do it because you just charge a fee and then like you don't actually do the execution. You know, So some designers are willing to and some are not. So Yeah, I mean, I find it interesting that a designer would agree to that and i wonder like what the stipulations around that are because 
like an artist, like any other lane, I would think a designer, if they're going to put their name on something, they really want to be in there to judge. Maybe we thought that we could have this credenza in the corner, but now that I'm putting it in there, it's kind of looking a little bit clunky. So why don't we actually return that credenza change it out for just a little circular side table. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that designing in my mind is more of an evolution where like, yes, like we have this plan and we can have a rendering and all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, once you have all the pieces in, that's like kind of really where the designing happens and where you can move stuff around. So I I just think it's weird and curious that a designer would allow their name to be attached to something that they really aren't taking to completion. But I don't really know that that point plays in here. But I think it... I don't know. What do you think? It's a really good point. Especially now, there are many services that are pretty much identical, like Decorilla, Havenly, where you sort of get like... It's kind of like Fiverr or Upwork for designers where you send them measurements and pictures of your space and then they just send you an itemized list of things to buy and it's significantly cheaper but you're the one that's like doing the heavy lifting sure so it does feel to me that there is a distinction especially with that about me from france's interiors website where they're sort of spelling out that they're a luxury designer. They deal with Mm. very exclusive properties where you're probably doing like the custom millwork. It's not like buy this can of paint from Sherwin-Williams. Like they're doing it all. Like you're handing it over, like they mentioned project management twice. So it does feel to me... Having an in-house project management, like it just, to me, it's it's curious because based on what Francis is selling, it feels like Mary Ellen is not a right match correct for this service well that i think I is glaring from the top it sort of seems like mary ellen was really wanting a specific service that francis was pushing back on so who then is at fault for that because if francis didn't want to do it that way and change their mind a couple of days later are there hard feelings like is francis being impatient are they feeling like if you just hired me to create a list then I'm not going to be open to questions or suggestions because you didn't right. retain you my didn't services. Pay for that service. Right. Yes, exactly. Like that's what I'm wondering about some of the, these comments that are being made. Like, is that included in this, as they're calling it, shopping list package, which is 3.5 times cheaper than an ordinary design package? I don't know. Then I'm also brought to this interesting point that we talk about a lot whenever we talk about art in general, which I consider design to be an art form. How do we feel about someone staking a claim that there's zero aesthetic? I mean, clearly there's a lot of shadiness in here. There's the failed cohesive designs, the unsuccessful background in ballet and contracting. I mean, it really feels like we're we're punching down here in a way that I, I don't know if it really affects me in terms of walking away and thinking of Francis's skill level or aesthetic because of how it's packaged. Well, that's what I was going to say. I feel like Mary Ellen is really hitting below the belt a lot. Yeah. Also, it seems to me like so much of that list of services that they do provide is custom. So why would you reach yeah. out to someone who's building custom pieces to go tell you what to buy at West Elm? 
it just seems very weird to me. Like right. it just seems like Mary Ellen. And again, I could be wrong. I could be like drawing into this. I don't know if we have a reply or not, but I wonder if Mary Ellen was just your typical customer who expects to pay a little and get a lot. and get the whole kit and caboodle. And I can understand how it's very frustrating. Like the amount of people that have reached out to me for website stuff or whatever. I mean, like it's just a little tiny job. And you're like, shut up. Like I get to tell you what kind of job it is. And I'm probably going to turn it down if you tell me that. Because I'm going to know that your expectations going in is that this is going to be just something that I'm going to say abracadabra, bibbidi boo, and it's going to be done. And that's just not the way the world works. And if right. I, if you're paying me for a shopping list and I'm providing you list after list after list and you're being like, this has no aesthetic and this is not, I can understand how someone would get frustrated and be like, why don't you just let go of the reins and let me do what I'm going to do because you're not seeing it based off of a list. So I feel like I need to show you that this works. Right. And I, and I don't know about the service that Mary Ellen purchased versus the expectation, but because c- sometimes those operations will offer a limited number of revisions and, or multiple options for pieces, et cetera. But something that occurs to me as like making me question if I can trust Mary Ellen is saying he continually pushed his tasteless vision. Yeah. It's like, if you think his vision is tasteless, why did you hire him? Right. Well, that's kind of what I keep going back to is like, at what point do we jump off board? Like, I just like, I wish that Mary Ellen had told us, I met with him the first time. It was a great meeting. I paid him $5,000 for a list. And then as soon as he got the payment, I realized He's useless and it was too late. And I was already, I'd already was pot committed to this $5,000. And then he's trying to get me to pay more. Then maybe I could be on your side. But the whole time I'm just thinking, great, there's a million designers out there for a reason. Not everybody's aesthetic is everybody's aesthetic. If his is not yours, move on. Right. Why are you wasting everybody's time? What are you getting from Mary Ellen here about value, new, or unique information? I mean, the only new or unique information that I keep pulling to is this whole idea of even a shopping list being a thing, uh, personally, because I didn't really it's know. It's definitely a thing. That. I just don't know if high-end designers are willing to do it or not. And I guess I'll say, like, if I'm not being completely biased, because for whatever reason, I'm sort of turned off by this person, maybe it's, like, good to know that Francis maybe has an attitude. You know, I don't like that. Right. But I don't know what the value is. Do you find value here? Well, it's interesting. And I don't want to bury the lead here. Okay. But David and I considered using this company. Okay. To Mary Ellen's review to dare you? Yeah. (gasps) Interesting. But we read this review, and this is long before I was a review queen, and we were like turned off. I wasn't dissecting it the way we are. Right. So even going into this episode today, I think reading it with this critical eye, I feel like... Mary Ellen was wanting to manipulate the way Francis works. Yeah. And saying how Francis was difficult, he kept telling us to get over our fears, give him control. But it's also like, but you're hiring someone for their expertise. Right. And to say that they have a failed ballet background and failed, like, it's sort of like, what are you talking about? Like, also, like, you can't put together color palettes that work. Like, I'm sort of like, well, Well, that's again, of course, we're moving on onto our points, but getting into the truthful shady of it all. I mean, the balance there is... It really feels just... 
it feels very uh what's the influenced by their anger yeah. or their their lack of control. I really stop listening to you. I mean, listen, if you're listening to the show and you're thinking about writing someone a negative review because they deserve it, go ahead and do it. It is a service to do that, right? Like inform yeah. the people. But just know that if you're going to get shady, I don't trust you. You're getting off track. If you're going to talk about this person's failed ballet career that has nothing to do with their work, I'm I'm no longer listening to you. I no longer believe that the information that you're giving me is truthful. So you're actually doing a disservice by doing this. So just, Unless they're trying to say like that they're a fraud. Is that what you guys took from it? Like, what did you... No, I don't really remember that conversation. Okay. I, I think that we... The last sentence that he's painful to work with and will waste your time and money. I think that was like the resounding sort of like, well, there's this, it's how, cause I remember thinking how unfortunate this is like the review that pops up on Google. Like, how do you, right, right. I, it might have been a seedling of me, my interest in this podcast years before we got there because it did occur sure. to me, like, how do you wipe that away? Like, how do you get, that's like staining you. Like, but I don't know. I just think that it, it doesn't come off as truthful to me. It comes off as shady. Mary Ellen has it three other reviews. I'm sure they're all one star. I mean, I didn't look, but the spelling grammar is is good here. Uh, there yeah. aren't any errors. Do I think it's common or fluky or typical? Well, it's not. I don't think so. I mean, it's in a sea of five star reviews. Right. So I, I don't think it could be. And I think in a weird way, it almost gives more credibility to Francis and their pages that this review wasn't scrubbed, that it's still there. Mm. Because it makes me feel like the other reviews are more truthful for some reason. I don't know. It could be wrong. Well, I'm also connecting the dots here. How they say Francis failed to create a cohesive vision and design. But then they also say, like, was annoyed about questions and suggestions. And was impatient and condescending throughout the process. Constantly telling us to get over our fears and give him control. Like, I feel like that's a person saying, like, just trust me. Just like, if you're like, oh, I right. love the idea of like mid century, but I hate those skinny legs on couches. I don't, then it's sort of like, well, how do you be cohesive if you're nitpicking this piece and that piece and this piece? Right. You exactly. hate brown and you don't want warm colors, but I don't want it right. to feel cold and sterile. Then you're sort of right. like, well, well, how, I don't know. I wouldn't, I, I don't, this isn't my world. So I wouldn't know how to create within those bounds. Parameters. And maybe that's what an yeah. interior designer should be able to do. But it sounds to me like Mary Ellen's a little difficult. That is what is occurring to me. Same. Were you entertained? Was it funny? Mm, not really. I'm kind of angry. I feel But angry I think too. that that's what happens when, when you have two artists that are mm. reviewing someone that is an artist. It's, it's really easy for me to feel defensive. defensive. I don't like when someone's like their claimed career. Like, shut up. I wasn't entertained. I was kind of annoyed. Yeah. Okay, should we go into the crowning? Yeah. All right, so Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influence each other, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. Total score. Okay, the queens are unanimous. One crown, one crown. I mean, the one crown is is just because I'm now questioning, do I want to work with this person? Does this person have attitude? Am I going to get locked into something that I don't really want to be in? Is this going to be a difficult process? I am kind of asking those questions, which may or may not be accurate. And that's where it's just one crown worth, right? Mm -hmm. Because the four crown is, I don't know that I trust this person as a narrator. I think there would have had to be 
a little bit more information in terms of the stake in the game and a little less information about the personal vendetta against Francis, which I just didn't really love. So one crown for me. How about you? I, I think that Mary Ellen comes across shady and very controlling. And I think they do punch down, like you said. I think it is a lot of disses below the belt that don't... I mean, I know you're working with someone's personality, but I also just think Mary Ellen probably isn't very good at taking critique. I get that right. from their review. But ultimately, in the past, we did we did feel impacted. I, I don't know. It, it just... It feels to me like the person and the designer wanted different things. Yeah. They just didn't seem to go eye to eye even with the point of con- of like writing up a contract to work together. So that just sounds bad to me. And I, I don't know. I even think like punching down about a unsuccessful ballet, like that's so stupid. Ballet dancers peak at 25. Like every ballet dancer is going to have to have another career at some point in the, like in their older life. Yeah. So I don't it just all feels irrelevant and stupid. So one crown cuz I think I don't know that it would have that much of an impact for me, except I don't want to be in awkward conversations. And maybe Francis has been in that situation in the past. I don't know. But that's really the only reason why I said one crown. <gasps> there's a reply. Oh, my God. Thank goodness. I was hoping there's a reply. I don't know if it's going to be a good reply, but okay, I'm glad. Well, this is the reply from the owner also four years ago. Okay. Dear Mary Ellen and Jeff, thank you for sharing your feedback. We are very sorry to hear that your experience with Francis Interiors did not meet your expectations. Our team always strives to make each and every client happy, and it is clear that we did not succeed in this instance. We hope that you'll consider reaching out to us directly if there's anything we can do to remedy this or to bring this to a satisfactory closing for you. Interesting. So, what do you think? What do you it get? It feels very generic. Yes. Unfortunately. I know. It feels like this could be a reply to anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's an interesting balance because it's very professional, it's very tasteful. It's not going down the route of you're wrong, I'm right. This what you were terrible from the start. Kind of what I wanted to be honest, Me which too. was like a little bit more backstory of what like peel the onion layer. Give us a, a correction. Little, it's not a correction. I'm, it's not a correction. What I'm getting from this reply is that we're professional, but what I'm missing from this reply is the ability to take back the narrative, which I, again, understand is a delicate tightrope walk. Right. We've come up against that a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to do it right, but gosh, when you do, you can really turn a negative into a positive. I mean, the this reply to me almost feels like like a nothing. Like it isn't negative or positive. I mean, I do think it is bold to say it is clear that we did not succeed. Like I right. think that's a pretty bold statement. Like I appreciate them owning that. Right. There's just a, an opportunity to either offer a correction or really appeal to anyone that would be reading this that's considering you. And they right. don't really take that opportunity. So it really is almost like a null and void in my yeah, opinion. I mean, it feels like they hired someone on Upwork and they were like, can you please write for us a well-toned, like, uh, you know, apologetic reply for one-star reviews? Like, it just feels very... It feels very... Textbook. Yeah. 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 yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't even really need to rate it because... I don't know if it's worth a crown, but okay. All right. Not the reply I was hoping for, but at least we said something. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, 
Well, should we sage out the air and go into a little game Ooh. break? Oh my God, I love a good game break. Let's do it. Hey, we're interrupting this episode because I got to just share with you how excited we are about Vitable. Vitable.com.au is this amazing online portal where you take a quick little quiz and you are going to get a customized pack of vitamins specifically formulated to help you be the best you that you can be. But don't stop the best journey there because it gets better. When you go to checkout, you can use our code REVIEW40 and get 40% off site-wide. Are you kidding me? That I think that is our largest code. I think that's the largest code we have. So you got to go do it. Go to vitable.com.au. Go do it now. Take their online quiz. Super quick and easy and fun. You get them delivered right to your door. Hello, I don't want to go to CVS. I want to go to my mailbox. So go ahead and use review40 at checkout at vitable.com.au. Bye. Well, Chelsea and listeners, today I have curated a brand new, never-before-existed game just for you, Chelsea, and for all of you listeners to play along in your heads as you're driving down the busy interstate or as you're on an airplane. So today, we are going to be inspired by interior design as we play the game, Is It Paint or Is It Ain't? Paint or Ain't? Paint or ain't. Okay. So today I have compiled a list of paint color names. Okay. And you're going to tell me if that's an actual existing paint name or it ain't a paint name because Trey made it up okay. and he's from the South. Right. <laughs> Got it. All right. Chelsea, is the paint color Snuggle Puss? Oh my God. Paint or ain't? I mean, it is so ridiculous. I'm going to say ain't, but also like it might be paint because it's so ridiculous, but I'll stick with ain't. Yeah. It had to be real. It's so crazy. Wow. Okay. Snuggle puss. What color do you think snuggle puss is? Like a beige? No. So it's actually like a purpley gray. Weird. And it's a color that's made by Benjamin Moore. Okay. Like I wouldn't take Benjamin Moore to be like a comedy queen, but okay. Chelsea, is the color dead salmon paint or ain't? Oh, come on. Trey, ain't. You've got to be effing kidding me. You've got to be effing kidding. What color do you think dead salmon is? I think it's like salmon, but burnt, like a little bit darker. (laughs) The salmon's burned because it was on the grill. (laughs) You really killed it. Yeah, it's like a, um, I would say it's like a warmer pink salmon oh, color. Uh-huh. And this is produced by the company Pharaoh and Ball. They need to hire me to make up these paint names because I could do better. Heard. Than dead salmon. Yeah, why would you, like, why would you name something like, ooh, you know what? You know dead? what color I want to paint the walls? Dead salmon looks nice. I don't I know. I love the color of these walls. Yeah. Where did you get it? I was thinking it? roadkill, but I actually like dead salmon better. Like, what the hell? That's funny. I almost did roadkill. That's <laughs> really funny that you just said that. Okay. Number three. Is the color grandma's refrigerator paint or ain't? I'm probably get this wrong again. But I think maybe paint, because I remember a color from old refrigerators, like a green. Oh, my God. Thank God I got one right. Is it a green? 
Well, so you're half wrong. So no, the color is like warm yellow. Ew. It's like mid-century yellow. Okay. But this is actually from a company called My Perfect Color. All right. That's not as offensive as some of the other names. So. All right, Chelsea. Is the color impulsive purple? Paint or ain't? I thought you were trying to trick me. So, okay. impulsive purple is what color do you think? Like a really bright purple that you're going to like be like, yeah, I want to put that on my walls. But then later you're going to be like, that was an impulsive decision. Maybe I shouldn't have. It's actually tan. What? No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's purple. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it felt just like very normal purple. Like it didn't seem, I don't know what impulsive is about, but it's by the company Sherwin-Williams. Okay. Great, Sherwin. Okay. okay. Chelsea, is the color nacho cheese paint or ain't? Oh my God, Trey. Are these all effing paints or something? Are you tricking me? Ain't. These are all paints, little bitch. <laughs> all right, At so some nacho point, cheese. are we gonna get to an eight? I thought just odds alone. <laughs> what color do you think nacho cheese is? Well, obviously, it's like the nacho cheese that you get at a baseball game or at like the movie theater. That like very synthetic yellow. Yeah, it's like yellow. And this is Benjamin Moore. Try, try, try. Okay, right. Chelsea is the paint color. Silver Lake Daddy. Oh, come on. Paint or come ain't? Come on, you little. Ain't. If that's a paint color, I swear to God. Oh, my. Okay. That You're sounded right. like something that you would do, but, but I would think it'd be gray. Okay, so it's gray, and there is a paint color by the paint company called Backdrop Paint called Silver Lake Dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was the daddy that really gave it away. Okay. okay. Chelsea, is the color not enough chocolate syrup, mom? Paint or ain't? Oh my God. I kind of hope that's paint. It is paint. And that is by the company My Perfect Color. What color do you think it is? Ooh, I think that it's like, you know, what chocolate milk when you don't put enough like cocoa powder in it. So it's like a light brown. It's like tan. a beigey brown. Yeah. 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 All right, Chelsea. I like that <clears throat> company. They have good names. They have good names. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea, is the paint color pretty ugly? Paint or ain't? Paint? God, I almost said paint. All right. So this is by backdrop paint. Okay. What color do you think pretty ugly is? Like vomit or something. Oh. <laughs> so it's pea soup green. Okay. Famously from The Exorcist, which you've probably never seen. <laughs> All right. We have two remaining. Chelsea, is West Coast ghost paint or ain't? Ain't. Is it like a tan ghost? Is it like beige? It's white. It's just a white. Oh, geez. That's also from Backdrop Paint. This Backdrop Paint Company is really getting on my last nerve. Noive. Okay, here we go. The very last one. Chelsea, okay. is the paint color Mole's Breath paint or ain't? Mole's Breath? Ain't? Fuck! What the fuck 
fuck is a mole's breath? I have no idea. Like a mole in your face or like a mole, like a rat mole? I have no idea. What color do you think that is? Mole's breath. Brown? It's like dark gray. That's the company Pharaoh and Ball. They also have an elephant's breath. What? Is that gray? That one was more brown. That is interesting. You say that. I mean, these names, you guys. Who who is doing it? Well, Chelsea, you did get seven wrong, but you got three right. Woo! There was a moment I thought I would have a comeback. I had like that three in a row moment of confidence, but pretty ugly through, yeah. I think that they should hire us to make their paint names because clearly they need help. We would have Lillian Pops purple. Lillian, I think Lillian Pops would be red for her big red beautiful lip. All right, we'll have a consultation off air then. <laughs> I'll give you a list. <laughs> review that review. All right, we're back from that. I would say rousing, but it, but <laughs> mad that I didn't do better. Game break. And it's my turn, you guys. Yes, Chelsea, I can't wait to hear the flip side. Who wrote your review? What's the story? Okay, so I have a five-star review from five years ago, so not too far off from the time period of our review that we heard here today, by Jonathan R. Hmm. Boy, oh boy, I can't wait to hear it. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else to say. It's on, do you see the script? Oh, okay. (laughs) Boy, oh boy. Well... To hear the flip side, you got to join our Patreon. That's right. ReviewThatReview.com slash Patreon. ReviewThatReview.com slash Patreon. Don't forget it. It's really easy. It's only $4.99. And with that, Queens, we <laughs> did it. That was another round on the RU, ARQ, unsuccessful background in ballet Ferris wheel. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. If you, unlike Mary Ellen, like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you, like Mary Ellen, didn't like what you heard, (laughs) tell an enemy. On this week's After Show Pod, we're both taking a spin on the merry-go-round, as well as rating and reviewing that opposite end of the spectrum review. Wow. I wonder why this was said. And I just think, like, guys, if you're going to review... An interior designer, I'm looking at you, Mary Ellen. You gotta include photos. I know it's really wild to not include photos. You can't go on here and talk smack and then not include the photos of the terrible taste. Right. You have to have visual evidence, and I really think that's what takes this over the edge for me. I wonder. (laughs) I do wonder. Boy, oh boy, I'm wondering. Boy, oh boy, I'm wondering. They oh they, them oh them. Them oh them. Now, make sure you remember as you're wondering. Ignore the haters like Mary Ellen. You're a queen. Gender non-specific, non-Mary Ellen queen. That's right. Bye! What's that wall color you got there? Because it sure is pretty ugly. Oh, ouch. Sign up directly on Apple Podcasts to hear our weekly members-only after show. Unlock additional benefits when you become a Patreon member at ReviewThatReview.com slash Patreon. Follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens and join our mailing list at ReviewThatReview.com. Our Kvetch line is open 24-7 at 1-850-REVIEW-0. Don't be a Meshugana. Call the Kvetch line today. Hey! I just feel like Mary Ellen like kind of had the cards stacked against her from the beginning because it just feels like, of course, Mary Ellen has a problem. 
What is it, Mary Ellen? What's it this time, Mary Ellen? You know what I mean? Ellen Mary really does not have the same ring. No. Is there names where... I feel like the Mary usually does go first. Mary Patrick, well... I knew a Mary Elizabeth. Yes, I knew. I have a Mary Elizabeth. Yeah, I think the Mary usually does go first. And I think Sue comes second and Marie comes second. Yes. Yes, that's a good point. Sue Peggy. Peggy. (laughs) Sue Peggy. I don't think so. (laughs) Not unless you're suing her for uh, something. I don't know. Wait, can we make a Sue Peggy purple paint? Yeah, we can make a Sue Peggy... I mean, if it was purple, like... Why are you not wanting any purple paint? This is the second purple paint you shut down. No, I was just... No, I, I'm all for the purple paint. I'm just wondering if it should be like Sue Peggy's... What's something that's purple? Snugglepuss? <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Sue Peggy's grape juice purple. Oh. All right. Well, make sure you check that out on <laughs> review that review.com slash shop. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time, Trey. <laughs> your um, your usage for a Wix is going to go oh sky my, roof right? next week. Oh, my goodness. Oh. All right. See, All right, see you on Friday. Friday. Bye. Bye.